tuned in to The Keetra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Keetra. We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB. This episode is supported by the wonderful creators of Gratitude Plus app, the app that helps you cultivate a daily practice of gratitude. What are you grateful for today? You can download the app now at the App Store or by visiting gratitudeplusapp.com forward slash style of business. Hey, what's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in for another wonderful episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keetra. Today, I have a, a fantastic guest by the name of Brian Cunningham, who is on the line. I'm definitely, uh, I'm always excited for these, but this one I am particularly uh, excited because we're going to be talking about fitness and food and calories and competition and stretching and everything that has to do with wellness, wellness, well-being, and keeping your body fit whole and just looking good. So, uh, Brian, Mr. Cunningham is the owner and founder of um, Faith Forward Fitness. Faith Forward Fitness. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is also a certified personal trainer, as I'm sure you would get from um, you know him him being in the fitness industry. And he also specializes in competition preparation and stretch therapy technique. Which we we got to talk about that, Brian, because I did I need to under, understand the import the importance of stretching. There's so many times where you know with me I, you know, and I enjoy working out. Like a you know the, the stretching. A lot of us skip it and we complain about being mm-hmm. stiff. So we definitely gonna talk about that, but. Let me uh, take a step back. I'm going to hand it over to you, Mr. Cunningham. Cunningham, go ahead and drop us that introduction. First of all, appreciate you having me on and taking the time to, to interview me and everything. Um, this is actually my first podcast. So I'm very, very excited about even uh, being in this situation. Yeah, um, good. But yeah, like uh, like you were saying, um, uh, new to the area as far as like training and everything goes. It's been around for a couple of years, but um, really, really um, getting things going in the competition realm and um with training uh, my clients and everything like that so that's where my heart is is where my passion is and just seeing people succeed and whatever their goals are setting for themselves uh when it comes to their fitness goals so yeah and doing a wonderful job i must say um you know i've maybe a couple well a couple of years i think when we were first kind of introduced to you in a a, a area gym but i i I know it's something that you're passionate about because i've seen the way you've worked with your clients and you yourself um, are extremely mm-hmm. fit, and I know you've uh, competed as well. So let's get into. I, I guess let's start by starting with how you got into you know fitness and the industry, and just you know working up into getting your certification and things like that. Like, what was there anything in particular that inspired you, or um, were you an athlete, or how did you get started? Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. So um, my my background uh, was uh, that I do come from an athletic background. Um, I played football I, all through um, junior high, all through uh, high school. And then I definitely had uh, dreams and aspirations of continuing to play because that's where my heart was at the time. And, um, you know, for whatever reason, things didn't uh, go through with that. And so um, I had to stay, take a step back. And um, But I, from the minute that I stepped into the gym, even, you know, in junior high, uh, I always saw and always wanted to be bigger, stronger, faster. And I was heard and taught that, you know, the weight room is a secret to do that. Yeah. And so um, I just got from that point on, I just got addicted to it and um, and just fell in love with being healthy and just being in great shape. And knowing that, you know, me being in a certain uh, body 
shape and everything like that would lead me to being a better athlete uh, on the field. And so, um, you know, after school, after high school and everything ended, man, I just really decided that um, I always want to keep in shape and always want to stay in shape even after that. Uh, a lot of my my friends who I went to high school with now are not in the best shape, but, um, you know, everybody's at different stages in their journeys. And uh, I just one of those guys who was like, man, I'm just going to keep it going. And um, that's what I've done for, you know, 30 you know, I'm 34 now, so 34 years now. So, um, I love it. Um, and I just really have a passion for it. Exactly. Yeah. And you can certainly tell that, that you have a passion for it. And I guess, you know, it starts with you because, you know, you are a representation of being, you know, the, the trainer that you are selling to those people that come to you. So tell us a little bit about, Mm -hmm how you got into actually training and, and helping others. Cause I know you mentioned that, you know, it's something that you did for yourself and you enjoyed it. Um, when did you decide to take mm-hmm. that into a business and start reaching out and helping others? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, I, I had always been, so since I had been around in the gym scene for, um, for a very long time, um, and you know, through the process of growing and putting a muscle on my body, um, I was always getting approached about, you know, people coming up to the gym, like, Hey, do you train? Are you a trainer? And, you know, and questions about how much do you charge to train people and this like that. And at the time I wasn't training anybody, you know what I mean? I was just working out with uh, some of my guys who, who I was uh, listening with my listening partners at the time. Yeah. And um, so I really hadn't really thought about it. I was really just kind of doing my own thing. Um, you know, as far as just working out and just trying to be in the best shape possible. And uh, it just every year after year just kept getting approached by, you know, just random people along the way and saying, man, you should think about this and training. I think you can make a lot of money at it and blah, blah, blah. So um, about 20, late 2015, um, I was working in logistics and oil and gas and um, had gotten laid off because of things with the economy. And um, I said at that point, I was like, OK, I'm going to you know go ahead and pull the trigger on getting my certification. Yeah. and uh, start training people because um, it's kind of, I kind of had to step out a little on faith because um, I didn't know what was going to happen. I was entering into something new, but at the same time, um, it's something that I was already passionate about and, and things like that. So I knew my transition wouldn't be that difficult, Yeah. but um, you just never know how things will always just play out. And so uh, got my certifications in late 2015 and then started officially training for a company um, back uh, going in uh, that year, excuse me, uh, 2015, got laid off and then started training um, at a company here in the Houston area for almost two and a half years and learned a lot from them um, from the business side of things. Yeah. And then I transitioned after that into going full time independent training um, because I had learned so much from the on the business side of the training business. See, I wanted to be a good trainer, but I also wanted to be a good business person too yeah. within it. And so um, I said, okay, I, I've learned enough and I, I, I believe in myself enough to go off on my own and, and start making some things happen. So that's exactly what I did. I love that. I love that. And, and you know, and it's amazing how we uh, end up having to take these steps back and we feel like it's, you know, it's um, not necessarily a failure, but it's a kind of a bump in the road, so to speak. You know, when you, when you mentioned you got laid mm-hmm. off. But actually, you know, that just helped you to exercise faith, you know, and, and to really step into something that you were passionate about, which you know, 2015 right. to now, I mean, you, you, you're still doing it, you know, so that says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, not day goes by that, um, you know, I'm very thankful uh, for even being given the opportunity to be that I'm in uh, currently. 
Um, obviously, I'm expecting to grow even more. But um, you know, as of right now, I'm, I'm very, very happy where uh, the direction things are going. And um, it's like you said, um, you know, just taking that step of faith and you know having enough belief in in yourself that you know you can you can make it and um, that you can make some things happen. And you know, not I know that not everybody, as much as people as I want to reach, I know that everybody's not going to link up with me and, and train with me and let me you know work with them. But the few that I have been able to uh, been blessed to work with, um, I've seen tremendous uh, benefit from, and seeing them grow and progress like they have um, means the world to me. So I just I'm happy I play a little small part in their you know their fitness journey. Absolutely. Yeah, no, it, it, you know, the results show and, you know, I've seen you in the gym and I know the dedication and hard work you put into each person that uh, you work with. So it it definitely shows. And I, I want to get into, I guess, talking a little bit about dieting and things like that. But before we get to that, um, the competition preparation and the stretch therapy technique. Now, I know you, you specialize specifically mm-hmm. with the competition. Tell us a little bit about like what interests you there, how you got started with that, and then we'll roll into the stretch therapy and, and how that became a part of your uh, specialization as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, like I said, from being in the gym scene, I had always uh, envisioned a certain body style and body look that I always wanted. And, you know, every time I would go into the gym, I would always see the bigger guys who just had muscle everywhere, big arms, big shoulders, um, just vascular. And, you know, as a guy, you're like, man, that's the look. That's how I want to look. You know what I mean? I would love to look like that and just have that muscle and just people, you know, look at you a different way and and different things. And so um, I I was one of those guys who was very fortunate to have very, very solid uh, training partners along the way through my fitness journey. Um, And I've always pretty much trained around and with, uh, people who bodybuild. Yeah. And so that's what I gravitated towards. And, um, it just really grew from there. My love for it. Um, the, the love of the sport and what it takes because, you know, there's different fitness, um, areas, you know, people do CrossFit and people do just basic functionality training and, um, just to be more functional and yoga. And there's all these different branches within the fitness industry. Um, and I just really gravitated towards bodybuilding because, um, that's the look that I've, wanted that's the look that I desired I should say yeah and so um and so through that process of training with bodybuilders and just learning techniques and learning every uh different nuggets from them um I've I've learned so much in that journey that um I felt I could add value to an up-and-coming bodybuilder um who has dreams of stepping off stage and competing and just I, I believe I can I can help them hit their goals along the way um, physique wise and, and, and get into a certain uh, level as far as uh, physique and look and things like that. And so, um, you know, everything's just really worked out in that realm for me. So um, I love bodybuilding with a passion. Um, I'm a big advocate of the sport and um, what it provides for people. And um, again, you know, going back to helping people realize what they're capable of because I have some clients who never thought, you know, in a million years they would be stepping on stage till, you know, they step on stage and it's like, wow, I really did this, you know, amazing. type thing and how, how phenomenal they look through the process. And so, um, you know, the, the journey is, you know, you got to take that first step, but you know, once you take that first step and you get into it, um, it's so rewarding along the way, um, because, uh, you know, self-realization of what people are capable of is, is very special. Wow. Love that. Love that. Love that, Brian. And and tell us a little bit about uh, stretch therapy technique and, and also just kind of delve a little bit into the background of 
why stretching is important and, and why that's oftentimes overlooked when people step into the gym? Yeah. Um, I mean, for me, um, number one, when I got started with it, um, first of all, Rebecca, so, um, I would be wrong to say that I'm just the, the ultimate stretch person as far as like knee stretching <laughs> right. on a regular basis. Like I said, I, I don't do it as much as I, I, I need to personally, but I'm um, just being honest with you. But yeah. with that being said, I have buckled down, um, here lately, um, and started stretching a lot more just to increase the range of motion and mobility in my, my joints. Cause as you know, as we get older, uh, mobility and range of motion tends to start fading away a little bit. Yeah. And so people don't put it as a priority um, like they should. And so the stretch therapy that I got into kind of eliminates that because you have someone actually taking you through ranges of motion with a stretch. And, you know, you're having to do some work on your part, but the person stretching you or myself will be stretching you is also doing some work. So it's a, it's a partnership. Um, yeah. And it's so beneficial because the method that we, um, that I use is uh, based on PNF, which is a long name, but stands for proprioceptive neuromuscular facilitation of a muscle. And just basically meaning um, taking a, a stretch and taking that muscle through a range of motion to lengthen it and to get it deeper and deeper every time you stretch it into um, a deeper stretch. And oh, so wow. it creates better blood flow. Um, it's going to give you more ability in your joints and in your t muscle tissue, um, it's a little bit more relaxed. Um, be able to, I've noticed that it's able actually to help people sleep deeper. Um, and so it's just very important, especially as we age, uh, that stretching is, you know, at the forefront of people's minds because, um, you know, if you're up in your 60s, 70s, heaven forbid, you have a bad fall somewhere, you know, and you break something, you know, the bones are a little bit more brittle at that age and things like that. So if you fall and break something, well, you know, as when you were a kid, you could kind of bounce back. When you get older, you know, that process of healing takes a little bit longer. Right. And so, um, the, the stretching kind of kind of helps that process and makes you a little bit more nimble, more flexible, obviously. Um, but it's also just beneficial in general. It gives you um, peace of mind that, you know, I am still active and, and moving around and I'm not just, you know, sitting and being stagnant. So. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it um, just as you were speaking, I mean, I'm, I, I, uh, I just, it, it kind of brought to mind the resistance bands. Cause I know a lot of people, sometimes you see them in the gym using the resist, the resistance band to, to stretch. Uh, so that's mm -hmm. definitely, definitely, definitely important. And and speaking of the different things that we need to do in order to make sure that we're at our healthiest and, you know, just peak performance. Um, I want to get a bit mm -hmm. into the nutrition, you know, like, you know, you'll see people in the gym who they go in an hour and a half, two hours, <laughs> two hour work workouts. Right. And they doing a lot. Right. Right. And they, you <laughs> yeah. know, they do whatever they do during the week on the weekend, they back in. And then, you know, you oftentimes hear them say things like, man, I can't lose this. I can't do this. I can't do that. But they're doing a consistent workout. And then you ask them if mm -hmm. they've changed anything in the diet and the diet mm -hmm. has not changed. So. Um, correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, so tell us a little bit about uh, the the importance of the nutrition, the dieting, and and why that plays a major factor in the weight loss goals, or just overall uh, healthy lifestyle. Period. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, uh, you know, the gym is just a very small percentage of what a person needs to do. It, it, it's it's a major percent. It's a it's a small percentage, but I say that with respect to that it, it's major, but it's also small because. You know, I'm a very big believer in you. a person is what they eat. And what you put on the inside is going to reflect on the outside. Mm. Um, and so, you know, especially with the American diet, the way it is, you know, portion sizes are just ridiculous. A lot of times when you go eat something, 
um, at a restaurant or wherever you go. And so, and the, you know, the oils and things that those things are cooked in may not be the best for you, um, especially if you have allergies or any kind of, you know, any kind of um, issues health-wise. And so um, it's really just being very cognitive of what you're putting in your body and making solid choices. Now, I'm not saying that a person should not go out and enjoy themselves by any means, because I like to enjoy myself like the next person does. Yeah. And, uh, you know, have a cheap meal or, you know, have a drink here or, you know, every now and then. But um, to do those things on a regular basis is just really can be really detrimental to your body and your health long term. And so, um, you know, if you want to maximize your results in the gym, then it's like the gym your body is the Ferrari, right? Right. Yeah. Um, in that scenario, you know, the, the gym is going to be um, the gas station, so to speak. And then the food you give it, your body is going to be your fuel. And you can choose to do unleaded, right? Or you can do premium unleaded. Yeah, I want or, the premium. Or, you know, the quality. <laughs> right, you know I want what the I mean? top one, right. And so the, exactly, right? So you want your performance. If you have a, a luxury car, a nice vehicle, a fast exotic car, you want the absolute, best performance you can get out of that thing. And so, you know, relating that to our bodies and things like that, why wouldn't you put in the best sources of, you know, good whole foods and, or a good quality meat, organic, you know, if you can find those things, um, good uh, fruits and vegetables and uh, healthy fats, uh, things like that. And it's just going to, like I said, it's just going to benefit you long-term, um, your health, your cholesterol levels will be in a, a healthier place, your uh, uh, insulin levels, uh, blood pressure is another big thing with, within our communities and things like that. So, um, you know, all those things play a factor. You know, diet is very, very important. Um, and it, I think it gets overlooked a lot of times because, like you even said, um, you know, people are working very, very hard in the gym. They're sweating and they're doing their cardio and they're doing everything there, but they're not working just as hard in the kitchen to, you know, to maximize their results. Wow. You know what? And I'm yeah. I'm gonna take it a little bit further. I'm gonna pull you a little bit further. You say so. We just talked about how, okay. uh, you know, the the with a Ferrari, and then you have the gas station, and then you can choose choose the the fuel. You know, the the things that you put in your body. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, t- now is it safe to say that if we wanted a little bit of fuel injection? You know, that we could look to these supplements and vitamins and, you know, all of this stuff that we see at GNC and all these supplement stores. Like, how do you what would be I guess what would be a um, if we're using it in this context, what would be considered fuel Mm -hmm. injection for our bodies if we're trying to maximize the results of our diet? Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a very, very good question. And um, I am personally an advocate of, you know, vitamins and supplements. Um, I think that they have their place. Um, they should never, ever replace good, whole quality food that, uh, in my opinion, um, I don't know if you're listening, but this is just my opinion, um, that yeah. God gave us, you know, if it's from the earth, that God gave it to us and, you know, we can, we can, we can eat that, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Um, but at the same time, because of how busy um, we have gotten as a society today, um, I understand that, you know, you're not going to be able to eat every couple hours or you're not going to be able to to eat certain things or a certain way because you're on the road, you're working, you got kids, you got family um, and different things like that. And so um, I'm a huge advocate of it. Um, I think they have the place. What I would recommend for someone is um, to a very good starting point is basically, you know, go get with your physician or your doctor um, and get a blood, get a blood work done, you know, see where your hormone levels are at. Um, know where you, like a checkpoint of where, you know, things are at in your body. That way you can optimize those things that are deficient. Um, yeah. and the blood test will be very quick to do that. Um, if you're, you know, deficient in uh, vitamin D, then you need to get more sunlight, right? Or you need to take a supplement. 
um, a good multivitamin source uh, with phytonutrients and things like that, plants and vegetables that are in that, a uh, good multimineral, a good multivitamin. Um, you know, if you have blood pressure issues, you know, if your blood pressure is a little high, there's things like cardotone um, that you can take or, um, you know, things like that. It's just a, the, the blood test and the, the getting the blood work done will give you a real good indication of where you're at hormonally and where things are at on, going on in the inside with your heart and, and everything else. So, um, so yes, to answer your question, I do believe that uh, vitamin supplements can be added in addition to. I think they benefit the person. I just think it needs to be more specific to that individual versus just overall just letting you go pick something out from a store. Um, because, you know, if you get your hands on too much of something, that's not good. But if you're not getting in something, you know, and you're deficient in the area, that's not good either. Right. And so, um, you know, just finding what, what works for you, personalize it to you, and then you know how to go from there, if that, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that, that definitely makes perfect sense. And I, I um, you know, like, like you said, you have to make sure that you are choosing what's right because, you know, different bodies, different different body types, and, you know, we all require something different. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me a little absolutely, bit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, and, and also to add to that, like, tell me a little bit about your process because I know, like, when you, uh, there's so many different gyms. You can go do the app. You can go watch YouTube videos like there's there's different ways to to stay fit and and uh obtain some sort of workout regimen but tell us a little bit about mm-hmm. how you like what type of clients do you work with what type of people um can come to to Faith Forward um do you do boot camps like give us a little bit about your process and how you work Okay okay um yeah so um I I have in the past have done boot camps um to answer that question um I like them um, I just feel that um, for me personally, it's not where my where I'm the most gifted. I feel like I'm the most gifted with that one on one with that person, okay. and I can really help that individual one on one. But as far as like a workout style or you know method of training, um, I'm just a very big advocate of uh, intensity, um, execution of what we're doing, and 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 weight. You know, and, and progressive overload of, of what we're using. But to me, the intensity factor is, is everything when training. I, I need people. I, I'm going to bring my very best to that individual who I'm working with in training. Um, I'm going to provide an atmosphere where they can succeed, um, where they can grow and things like that. But I, I, it's a partnership, right? And so I need them just as much uh, participating and being focused and engaged as I am with that individual. And so um, I'm a huge advocate of uh, pushing the intensity factor when training um, because you, you tend to, people tend to go – they, people tend to stop at a certain level if they're training on their own and they don't think they can push any further. Right. Where I come in or where a good trainer would come in, I think, um, or someone who can pull the very best out of that person, right? And, you know, you may stop at five reps. I may tell you, I think you got about four reps after that five, right? It's, right. Taking, you, it's taking you a little bit further in the deeper water, right? Pushing you past a point where you think you could go to um, and, and pulling every ounce out of you during that training session. Right. And, you know, I've found that that leads to, you know, as far as in the realm of competing goes, um, that'll lead to a harder, denser physique. It'll look to a more pretty physique. Um, you have more quality muscle on the body. And um, but that's that's not what I do for everybody. You know, I do have clients who who just want to be healthy in general. And um, I just think to do more functional training and things like that, because not everybody's dream or desires to be on stage or bodybuilding. And I, and I completely understand that. And so. I have to know my audience and who I'm, who I'm working with and who I'm dealing with and, um, you know, and tailor things to that individual. 
Oh, that's perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. And I, I want to pick your brain a bit. So uh, to you, like what makes a good personal trainer? To me, what makes a good personal trainer is, number one, somebody who who is always learning and growing. Mm-hmm. And then I would say on top of that, um, really identifying what that individual it needs. So, so when I get with a person, finding out what is their why, like why are you going to take your time and efforts and spend money with me and do this and go through this process of me putting you through these workouts. And so really identifying that hot button for that person and, and keeping, and keeping it remi- and reminding them of that, of, of what they want to accomplish in their goals. Um, I think that's very huge. And then after that, I would say, you know, execute, right? Let's go to work. Let's go, let's go move some weight. Let's go do some things and get you on the road to, you know, the goals that you told me that you have. And so it's not just me as a trainer saying, you're going to do this today. You know, you're going to give me this amount of rest. You're going to do this. You know, I'm asking my people, or I'm asking the people that I'm working with, you know, how's your feet, how you're feeling? Um, you know, is that weight too heavy? You know, what can we, excuse me, what can we back off on or, you know, something bothering you and things like that. And so it's really, every case is, is very, um, every case is different, you know, as far as how you interact and you train your clients and things like that. And so to me, those are the things that would make a, a very good personal trainer. Um, and then that trainer taking, like I said, you know, um, pulling the best out of that, out of that individual think you know, getting them to a place where they said they, were, they couldn't go on their own, but you pulling that out of them to get them just a little bit further. Wow. Yeah, no, that, that's perfect. And, and on the flip side of that, I also want to ask what makes a good uh, candidate, you know, somebody that, that you're training um, because sometimes, you know, if a person is not familiar with what to expect or they, they haven't had a personal trainer before and they're expecting results like mm-hmm. the next day, um, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. I mean, I'm just kind of reaching here. But is there is there a, such a thing? Is there such a thing as a, a good candidate versus a bad candidate to train? Like, how, how do you go about navigating that? Um, you know, that's a really good question. Um for me, um, I would say on the good candidate side, you know, it's just, it really, when people come to you, um, you know, usually they're coming to you because you know, obviously they, they have a need and they think that you can feel that need. Right. And so, but what I ask out of that person, because for me, I try to lay everything out front um, as far as the training process goes that, you know, number one, you're, you're at where you're at because of, you know, choices and things like that. But number two, you know, it's going to be a process, right? And people, once you get people to understand the process, um, questions and fears and doubts tend to go away um, when they understand the process of what's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, explaining to them that, hey, you know, it took you this amount of time to put on this amount of weight, right? It's going to be a process of getting that weight off of you. That's not going to be, you know, a month in or two months in. and things. It's going to be, you know, a six to eight a year journey or so. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, a, a good candidate is just somebody who has a work ethic you know, who's willing to, 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 to work hard, you know, during that session, whether it's an hour or 45 minutes or whatever it may be. Um, and they just have a willingness to learn, right? They, they don't, you know, they take correction. They take correction effectively. It's not criticism. It's just critiques, right? right? Um, and they're coachable, right? You, you have to be coachable. And um, I'm never going to try to put somebody in a position to hurt them um, or anything like that. Um, but, you know, I just want that individual to really realize that, you know, it's a partnership and that I'm here to help them hit their goals as well, but I'm going to need something in return from them and that's effort. And that's, you know, focus to details and things like that. And that's just being coachable. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right. Well, before we wrap up, Brian, uh, drop us with some words of encouragement. Maybe it, uh, there's some aspiring trainers that are out there 
um, looking to level up and get to the next level. And also for anybody that is interested in personal uh, or, or getting someone to help them um, just adopt a, a, a lifestyle of, of fitness and working out and things like that. So two different angles. So yeah, so drop some words of encouragement for aspiring trainers and also words of encouragement for that person that's looking to uh, uh, get a personal trainer or somebody to help them with their fitness goals. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, I would say um, for you know guys out there who are looking to get into the training business and, and, and really uh, go after it, um, number one, um, passion uh, for what you're doing. You got to really have a passion to work with people and help people. Um, and I think the, the thing that go along that goes along with that, excuse me, is, um, you know, you being available, um, making your time and effort into that person that you're, you're putting your time and effort into a person and that you're, you know, you're building a relationship. You're building a quality relationship. They're not just a client to you, right. But you actually have a relationship with this person. Um, because a lot of times, um, you know, people come in and they want to train, um, sometimes, you know, the training session, we would get some training done, but sometimes it's just, you know, just being an ear and being listening to what's going on in their lives. And so, um, you know, it's kind of, I like to say you're a trainer, but you're also a therapist a yeah. little bit at the same <laughs> right. time. And, you know, you're, you're trying to go, but, you know, at the end of the day, just making yourself available and just being passionate about what you're doing. And, you know, also too, along with that, as far as being an up and coming trainer or wanting to pursue it, um, I would say, you know, I would encourage someone to go, then this is what I did, but not everybody has to do this, right? I would say go work for a gym, a big box gym, or some type of gym in your area, um, and, and learn the process, right? Learn what goes on on the business side, the day-to-day stuff that goes on that's how a gym, a gym is ran. And then once you learn that, okay, now you can say to yourself, I'm at a point where I think I can go do it on my own. Um, because I think... Um, it's very hard, um, unless you have a solid, uh, clientele base, a very, very solid clientele base. Um, you know, a lot of the gyms will not, will not, uh, pay you, um, the amount of money that you're wishing to make and put it that way. And so I, I definitely think that being independent is, is a route to go. Um, but at the same time, you know, obviously you have to build your clientele and beat the pavement and, and, and get your name out there and things like that. So, but I would highly recommend in the first step is uh, going to work for somebody. And this is, is not as fun as that sounds, but it, it is a very good learning experience. Yeah. Um, and, and to the person who's uh, looking to train and, and just has goals, you know, you just ask yourself, you know, it's a new year. Um, we're two months in, I'm sorry, January, February. We're about to be two months into, you know, 2020. And, you know, ask yourself, where are you at in your goals right now? Um, you know, where are you at? Where are you at? And the things that you put down on our tablet or written down so far, how are you tracking those and what are you doing differently to get to your goals? Um, you know, if you really want to change, you know, you're going to have to change some things that you've been doing. Right. Um, and so in relation to training, you know, if now's the time where you want to get involved in that and make some lifestyle changes and really, really uh, take a step forward, then uh, you can link up with me. Um, again, that's, you know, Faith Forward Fitness. Uh, I train out of Iron Summit Gym out in Tunnel Texas. And um, it's a great atmosphere, great uh, ownership over there, and a great environment. And so, um, no, no, those are my words of encouragement for everybody. I think anybody can, at any point, make the flip and, and switch and, you know, and change what they're doing and, and take drastic leaps forward in their lives. So. Absolutely. No, we definitely appreciate you. Uh, again, Brian Cunningham with Faith Forward Fitness. Uh, Brian, also, do you uh, 
feel free if you have uh, social media handles or any direct contact information or website, um, just whatever you have so people can reach you if they are interested in getting more information on your training services. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, my Instagram account is, uh, I have two. Uh, one is uh, Save Diamond. That's S-A-V as in Virginia, E-D, and then the word Diamond all together. Save Diamond. Um, that's my Instagram. Or you can put, just type in Brian, B-R-I-A-N, and last name Cunningham. Um, that's C-U-N-N-I-N-G-H-A-M. Um, that's my Instagram. And then Face Forward Fitness is also my other account as well. Um, you can you can reach me there. You can find me a DM um, or a text message or uh, even an uh, email at faithforwardfitness uh, at gmail dot com. Excuse me. All right, perfect, ladies and gentlemen, Brian Cunningham, faithforwardfitness at gmail dot com. <laughs> if you guys are interested in learning more about how he can help you get your body right and tight. Uh, for the new year, uh, <laughs> Brian, uh, I definitely appreciate you um, for coming on and, and sharing some of your expertise. And uh, best of luck to you, my friend. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me on because it really meant a lot to me. And um, I can't thank you enough for the opportunity. So I appreciate it. You are so welcome. I right, talk to you soon. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keetra's website updates, just log on to Keetra.com or follow her on Twitter at K-E-E-T-R-I-A.